Hello and welcome back to another episode of I Pledge Allegiance to Red Zone. My name is Sam. And I'm Sean. And today we are going to be talking about the divisional round of the playoffs. And are we going to be recapping? No, we're going to, we're going to recap that? the wild card. Recap Super wild card. Super wild card round. Yeah. And, but we're also going to go over yes. our picks. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to recap what happened in the super wild card round and do the divisional picks. Yeah, because there's so few games yeah. that it's just like... There's literally... Oh. There's four games. Yeah. And then next week there will be two. Yeah. Um, What's the next one called? It's called the championship round. Oh, so you have the sense. AFC championship and the NFC championship. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and then there will be a week off. Maybe we'll record something. Do something special because it's it's the Pro Bowl weekend and a special weekend. Wait, is that Pro Bowl college? No, the Pro Bowl is the NFL. Uh. Um, but it is irrelevant. It means nothing. It's pointless. Um, okay. It's uh, it's basically fans voting on who they think the best players are, and it, it's most of the players don't even play in the game, and the, when they do play the game, it's not even a real game. It's like two touch. Two-hand touch. Um, I personally don't ever watch it because it's really boring. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right. Um, all right, so let's start with our wild card round. Uh, we'll start um, with uh, Raiders-Bengals. Um, Bengals were favored by five. The over-under was 48. Uh, we both had the Raiders winning. Or, the, sorry, the Bengals winning. The Bengals like covering. I for sure <laughs> did not pick the Raiders to win. I don't know about you. Um, but yeah, we had Bengals winning, Bengals covering, and the under-hitting. And the Bengals won 26-19. Bengals covered, and the under-hit. I got it almost exactly correct. I picked Bengals 26, Raiders 20. So, one point, and I would have been exactly right. Correct. Um, this was, I mean, huge game for Cincinnati. It's the first time they've won a playoff game since 1991. That's crazy. Uh, Joe Burrow gets a playoff win in his second season. Uh, he played really well. Um, it should have been a blowout, but the Bengals, the Bengals kicked a lot of field goals and didn't score a lot of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And it let the Raiders come back. The Raiders actually had a drive that they could have tied the game on and Derek Carr threw an interception. Oh, Derek. Um, and that ended the game. So now next week, or this week now, uh, we're going to have the Bengals will be playing the Titans. So we'll get to that game a little bit later. But um, this was a good game. Um I don't really know if you're the Raiders, what you take from this season. You have had your coach fired mid-season. You had a player kill someone in a ridiculous DUI incident. Oh God, I forgot about that. Um, Horrible. And what's his name? Died. John oh, Madden. yeah. John Madden died. And they have now fired their general manager, Mike Mayock. And I'm going to talk about that for a little bit, for a couple of seconds. Okay. I don't know anything about this, so I'm going to let you just take the floor completely. Okay. So, um, the Raiders owner, uh, hold on one sec, I need to remember his name. 
um, something Davis. So the Raiders owner uh, is Mark Davis. I could only remember his dad, Al Davis. Um, Al Davis, who passed away a couple years ago now. Um, Mark Davis, you're kind of an asshole. Um, and what you did to Mike Mayock was really disrespectful, regardless if, of if Mike Mayock deserved to be fired or not. He started interviewing general manager candidates before Mike Mayock, his current general manager, was even fired, which is a terrible look. And after everything your team has gone through, and Mike Mayock was literally the linchpin to make sure that, I mean, Rich Pasicchia, also the interim head coach, did a lot, but Mike Mayock was up there talking to media about the Henry Ruggs DUI situation, the uh, John Gruden situation. He was there in front of the media the entire time covering for Mark Davis. And for Mark Davis to fire someone without even firing him and just by interviewing other candidates and everyone in the NFL for a couple hours going, wait, what the heck is going on? They have a general manager. Why are they interviewing candidates? Is so disrespectful. And if I was someone that was in the position where I'm looking to become a general manager, if you're assistant GM or director of player person, pro player personnel or whatever you are in here, and you get a call from the Raiders, I wouldn't even take the call. I really wouldn't. Based on everything that's happened in that organization in the last 12 months, not even 12 months, last like four months, I wouldn't even take the call. That organization is so dysfunctional right now. The fact that they haven't already hired Rich Basicchio when the entire locker room wants him. He took them to the playoffs. He got them to the playoffs. John Gruden never got them to the playoffs in his entire tenure with the team. Rich Basicchio comes in half a year with the team. He's got his star wide receiver is going to jail. The coach that he's taking over for is was fired because he's sending extremely racist, homophobic, crazy slurs over emails. And regardless, yes, he's suing the NFL because of the way that it happened. And yes, the NFL should be punished for what they did. But so should John Gruden. Um, and I think he rightly so has been punished. Um, and the NFL has not, which is why I hope that he does win the lawsuit. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a call from the Raiders. And uh, Rich Basicchia, if I was you and the Raiders aren't offering you a job already, I'd go, I'd go start talking to other teams immediately because you're a really good head coach. You have a really good coaching staff that you can take with you. And if the Raiders are not going to respect what you did and what that locker room wants, then you need to get the fuck out of there. That's my, my little rant Your on the Raiders. Box. Yeah. Uh, that's my little soapbox. <laughs> no, it really pissed me off because I... I I, I don't disagree with what they did. I think my, Mike Mayock deserved to get fired. I don't think he's been a great general manager. But that's just such a disrespectful thing to hire to try to start hiring people before you even fire the guy that you're replacing. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're a manager or coach or whatever and they're not telling, like if they're not being transparent with you, then if you're the person like being hired, it's like how are they going to treat you yeah. when you're there? Yeah. That, like, that's my entire point yeah. is like, you look at these organizations, and it's the same reason that Brian Daybaugh, well, he's probably... Who's that? He's the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Okay. Unbelievable coach. Mm-hmm. He's. I, I have a feeling he's probably going to take the Dolphins job. I wouldn't take it if I were him, and I get it. Like, 
being a head coach is all of these guys' dreams. And it's like the difference between making like, I don't know, a million dollars and like 10 million a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like a huge, it, it is a really important decision to make with your family. But if you look at what the Dolphins just did to Brian Flores, an unbelievable coach, the first coach yeah. since the 90s to win back, to have back to back winning seasons, and then to fire him and throw him under the bus and be pushing this slander on, uh, like throughout the media that, he was the whole reason that this team was dysfunctional this year, even though he took a team that was not good with a quarterback who was not good mm-hmm. and had them back-to-back winning seasons for the first time since the 90s. Yeah. I think it was the first time since Dan Marino that they had, who's like arguably top three, top four quarterback of all time, mm-hmm. that they've had back-to-back winning seasons. For them to fire him and do that, I just look at that and I go... Brian Dayball, like, yes, like, it would be an unbelievable, unbelievable opportunity to become a head coach, mm-hmm. but is that the situation you want to get into? Because the the thing that these guys have to think about is a lot of these, a lot of these people, when you get a head coaching job, a lot of times you don't get a second head coaching job. Um, there's only 32 of them every year. And yeah. you can think of like Bill Belichick, Patriots, take that one off. Um, Steelers, Mike Tomlin, that's not an available job. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, for the last like 10 years, you could say Seattle, Pete Carroll, you could look at the Niners and Kyle Shanahan, that job's not going to be available unless Kyle wants to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say even the Bills with Sean McDermott right now, Bruce Arians and the Bucks, Andy Reid, Kansas City, like there's probably about eight teams, maybe, maybe more. Um, I'd have to look at it. But um, there's like no... There's the coaching vacancy, unless the coach wants to leave, that that job's never going to be available. Uh-huh. So I think it's really important that these coaches take the time and look not only like, is this a great move, like step up in my career, but is it one step up to go two steps back in three mm-hmm. years? Or is this like a true building block where you're like, I'm going to this team and I the coach... And the, the problem is, is like the reason these jobs are open is because they're organizations are dysfunctional Mm. so like you can't it's like hard you can't really get to the organizations that are functional because they don't fire their coaches every year yeah um so it's kind of a catch-22 there yeah um but i think really long and hard about it um and i think if you're brian daybaugh you're in a really good situation and if i'm the bills and yes you want the best for brian daybaugh but i would I would go to Brian Daybaugh and I would say, okay, the Dolphins are offering you $10 million a year. What if we offer you $3 million a year to stay here? And you can be the offensive coordinator for Josh Allen. You can continue to win games. And whenever a job comes open that is a better job than the Dolphins, we'll allow you to interview for that. But stay here and continue to coach Josh Allen and possibly win a Super Bowl in the next two years. Maybe win a couple Super Bowls in the next two years. Um, I think that like that's a realistic thing that I think like someone like an offensive coordinator really needs to think about. Because you look taking, at taking like way less money but having taking way less money but have a chance to win a Super Bowl and possibly go to one of the elite teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my big worry when Robert Robert Sala left the 49ers and went to the Jets. Um, if Robert Sala gets fired from the Jets, I don't think he ever gets a head coaching job again in the NFL. Um, 
And that's nothing to say about Robert Sala. I think he's an unbelievable coach. I think he should always be a head coach. He's too good to be a defensive coordinator. Uh, but it's just part of the thing when you get into these organizations and then you go to the Jets and Robert Sala has like one of the worst records. And you look at the Jets over the past 10 years besides Rex Ryan, they've never had good records for the past like 20 years. They've had like a, like a handful of winning seasons in the past 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl since like the, the 50s or 60s, something like that. Uh, and when you come out of a coaching job and your record is like you have you win like on average like four or five games a year, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to get to like show another team, hey, this is why I'm a good head coach yeah. because like, but hey, you only want your your best season was six wins. Like, what do you mean you're a good head coach? It's like, well, look at the team you had, but no, those owners don't care about that. That's the problem. Yeah, um, it's a completely re- results driven league. And Even it's if very you're flawed. Like starting yeah, doesn't here. matter. You could yeah. be on the Browns if you're on the Browns, the Jets, or the Jets. Like back when the Browns were terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of those, most of the, I don't. I, I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think a single coach that's co- that coached for the Browns over the last before Kevin Stefanski. I don't think any of them ha- got an offer to be a head coach ever again. Jeez. Because when you're that bad, you yeah. don't get a, more offers. Like. Yeah. And regardless of if it was like, hey, I had the worst team possibly in NFL history. Like like Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell got fired from the Lions. He he took them to winning seasons. He took them to the playoffs. And he got fired. He hasn't gotten a, an interview to be a head coach again. And he's a really good coach. And that's the, that's the problem that these guys are going to run into. Um, so I think it is really important to pick the right job. Because you might only have one chance at it ever. And... If it only lasts one year, you've you've kind of screwed yourself. Yeah. Um, so, and that that's also like what I would say to uh, um, blanking on the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Well, probably remember his name later. But um, oh, Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. Uh, I would really think about. Um, Depending on what Andy Reid says, because I don't know how many more years Andy Reid's going to coach for, but if you're Eric Bieniemy and it's the, kind of the same situation that I'm talking about with Brian Dayball, you're Patrick Mahomes' offensive coordinator. You're going to win 10-plus games every single year. You're going to have a shot at the Super Bowl every single year. <clears throat> and Andy Reid's not going to coach forever. So maybe, so maybe if Andy Reid is going to say, hey, Eric, I've got three or four years left that I'm going to be a head coach. And then I'm going to retire and I'm going to go spend time with my family. I want you to stay with me and you're going to be the next head coach. I think it's something you really need to think about if you're one of these offensive coordinators on a really good team. Um, that being said, I for any of these guys who don't agree with me and want to forward their career and make that money, I there's no I have no problem with that because making ten million dollars a year is life changing money. Yeah, that's something that will make sure that your kids can go to college wherever they want. Yeah. That they will be able to have a good life yeah. and not like any of these guys are making so little money that they wouldn't be able to do that already. But ten million versus one million yeah. a year is a massive difference. It's I mean it's the same as a hundred thousand versus a million a yeah. year. It's like it is astronomical money. Um, so I completely understand. <clears throat> and on top of that, I understand like 
none of these guys are in the NFL to be offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators. They're there to be head coaches. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So now that we've been talking about Brian Dayball a little bit, let's go into Patriots at Bills. Right. Bills were favored by four. Uh, clearly, it should have been 40. Um, the over-under was 44. Uh, we both had the Bills winning. Both had the over. Uh, but we both had the Patriots covering. We thought it would be a much closer game. Yeah. The result of the game was the Bills won 47 to the Patriots 17. So they had a 30-point lead. Uh, or win, win, I guess. Yeah. Bills covered and the overhead. Okay, so do you remember what I told you about this game? That the Bills... No. The Bills had a perfect offensive yes. game. Yes, yes. So the Bills... I knew was something. I was like, the Bills... Did so the Bills thing. had eight drives, uh-huh. which is crazy. That's not a lot for a game. Yeah. Uh, but it's because they were so efficient. Um, Wait, but why if they were so efficient would they have had so little drives? Because if, if you like... So let's say if you go... First down, second down, third down, go don't get a first down and punt. You're and then the next team goes first down, second down, third down, punt. So it's like a higher turnover. Yeah, the more turnovers, the more possessions you have. But if you score a touchdown every single time you have the ball, uh, yeah. you're taking like eight minutes, seven minutes, yeah. five minutes off the clock. And like these are long drives yeah. that take time. Uh-huh. And so you shorten the game. I see. Um, but so the Bills had eight possessions. It went touchdown, 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 touchdown. Neil victory formation. Holy smokes. First time in NFL history that this has ever happened. Regular season, playoffs, anything. No one has ever done that. And the crazier stat that I think mm-hmm. from this game is that the Bills played the Patriots um, in week 16 too. Mm-hmm. Right? Big game in New England. Mm-hmm. And then they played them this week. They did not punt in either game. They didn't punt the ball. They were that. They were so efficient. In the other game, they had one turnover. Uh, they they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. But it was besides that one drive. In the last two games, the Bills have played the Patriots. They've scored on every single drive but one, which is insanity. I it's unheard of. It you're in the craziest part about it is it's against Bill Belichick, the greatest defensive coach of all time. Wait, but how did they get a score of forty seven? Um, we must have missed two extra points. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. I was like trying seven to do the math. Seven times seven, forty-nine yeah, yeah, yeah. minus two, forty-seven. So they didn't have a perfect game, but offensive driving they had a perfect game. Well, extra points are not offense. That's special teams. Oh. So, so. their offense had a perfect game. Mm-hmm. Their offense scored a touchdown on every single drive. And then they kneeled to end the game. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So great for the Bills. I love it. I am a huge Bills fan. Um, I really am. I became a huge Bills fan when they drafted Josh Allen. He was. Uh, so you're a Josh Allen fan or you're a Bills oh, fan? I am a Bills fan at this point. Uh, like if Josh Allen left, you would still consider yourself a Bills fan? Maybe. I don't know. That would be really tough. But Josh Allen will never leave the Bills. And the Bills, the Bills fans are just so infectious. I mean, I've shown you the video yeah. of the guy getting out of chemotherapy. Yeah. And literally jumping through a table because that's what Bills fans do. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. They are, I mean, if I was to go to any game outside of Levi Stadium, it would be, I would want to go to Buffalo, New York and go see a Bills game. <laughs> Not to Seattle? No. Um, 
Great for the Bills. Patriots. I mean, Patriots had a really good season. Mm-hmm. Good job on the Patriots. You had a really good season. Um, rookie. Only only team with a rookie quarterback um, in the playoffs this year. Wow. Um, which, I mean, isn't surprising. That's not very very common that you have. A, no, it's cool that he, they had a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Made yeah. Um, so, I think Patriots are still in a really good position. But I think it's very evident that the Bills... Are, are the team to be in the AFC East now. It yeah. is no longer the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So then we get into our Sunday games. We had three games on Sunday. We had Eagles at Bucks. Bucks were favored by nine and a half. Over under was 46. Um, the over didn't hit, mostly because the Buccaneers stopped playing after like the ha- after like halftime. Um, Poor Eagles. <laughs> We were both pretty close on this game. I had Bucks thirty, Eagles seventeen. You had Bucks thirty, Eagles nineteen. Mm-hmm. Both had Bucks covering, over hitting. Um, so the over pushed. Uh, the score was Bucks thirty one, Eagles fifteen. The Bucks covered, um, and the over pushed. Um, so you got pretty much the whole game right. Um, it was thirty one zero at one point. Um, I don't know. There's not much to say about this game. The Eagles clearly shouldn't have been in the playoffs, um, which is going to be a similar theme of our seven seeds. Um, they just were not in like the same class of football as the two seeds. Next game. Sure. 49ers at Cowboys. Cowboys were favored by three. Over-under was 50.5. I had the 49ers winning 28-25, 49ers covering in the overhitting. I had the 49ers winning 28-26, the 49ers covering in the overhitting. Um, 49ers won 23-17, 49ers covered in the underhit. Um, 49ers dominated the beginning of the game, and then as many games go, Jimmy Garoppolo... Um, thought, why don't we make this a little bit closer? And made some really bad plays down the stretch, let the Cowboys back into it. Um, And then the ending of the game was a little bit crazy. Um, Cowboys were very upset with the officials. Um, I don't really know why. It was their fault that they didn't get a playoff at the end of the game. Um, So... Bye-bye, Cowboys, and as always, America is happy when the Cowboys lose. Why? Um, I don't know. The Cowboys are, like, called America's team, but I think more, at this point, more people like watching the Cowboys lose than win. Um, but they get the highest-rated games every year. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, so big win for the 49ers. Um, they played really well. Debo Samuel was amazing. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had a couple really good catches. The run game was working really well. Uh, Nick Bosa, scary injury, but he looks like he's going to be okay. Fred Warner hurt his ankle, but he's already back practicing. Will be fully available for Saturday night. Um, If you listened last time, you'd know that I almost didn't um, bet on the 49ers because I doubted them. And I thought that Dak Prescott would be able to carry the Cowboys and beat us. But I'm glad that I ended up following my heart and going with my team. 
kind of my team because I'm not really a fan of the I'm I'm a fan of the 49ers but like because I'm from the Bay Area that's kind of it then I went with them and I'm glad that I did I think that's why most people are fans of teams no I mean maybe (laughs) I most people are fans of the teams that are in their city. No, no, yeah, but like they're actually fans. Like I didn't ever watch 49ers games. Oh, I was just yeah. like, yeah, 49ers. I would I would say that's like the majority of like city populations though. Like yeah. I think like the majority of like I mean San Francisco. Yeah, the majority of like people in the Bay Area. And I guess it like goes team by team. Like I think most Raiders fans are like pretty diehard fans. Uh, well, most Raiders fans are still in Oakland. Yeah, or LA. <laughs> or yeah. Um, but they're, they're like, I, I'd say like, it's at least like 50, 50 of fans that like watch half of the games yeah. at least. Um, but yeah, Steelers chiefs. Yeah. Steelers at chiefs. Uh, chiefs are favored by 12 and a half. The over under is 45 and a half. Steelers were up seven zero at one point. In the beginning. In the second quarter. It was 0-0? Zero, 7-0. Zero. Zero. No, but in it the was first zero, quarter. It was 0-0 zero in the first quarter. Oh. Um, and then the Chiefs went on to win 42-21. Yeah. Um, I believe it was 42-7. to seven. And then the Steelers scored in some garbage time. Uh, but Big Ben. Great. great uh, he's retired. Oh, um, he did? He hasn't officially retired, but he's retired. The Steelers already said they're planning to... Be without Big Ben next year. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's as official as it needs to be. If he comes back, it's bad. I would really question Big Ben's Big Ben's sanity. Doesn't he have a family and children and stuff? He's got like six kids. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's got a couple kids. He I'm needs to go home and raise his children. Um, That's what I think. He needs to stop playing football. He's gonna kill himself. He is too out of shape to be playing football at this point in his life. Um. He's like the opposite of Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady has like... Well, Tom Brady's on like the I only eat like natural stuff. Big Ben's like, I only eat artificial things. I only eat McDonald's burgers. There's the McDonald's people and there's the Whole Foods people. Well, there's there's a, a, a large spectrum in between, but like... No, not really. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. We eat healthy, but we'll also go out and have fast food. That's true. Um, but they are the two polar opposites. Big Ben is like classic America. But it's also funny because like my mom is a nurse and whenever she's sick, McDonald's is her like her healing food. Like maybe they put something in there that's like really actually good for you. No, they don't. <laughs> You never know. I, I'm she pretty sure it's, it's it's like literally proven it is not good for you. She gets the same meal every time and it always makes her feel better. But maybe that's at this point a placebo. I think also like eating ice cream when you're sick makes you feel better. No. What? It's so cold. When you've got like a fever like and you like have some good ice cream off. Oh, I never eat ice cream when I'm sick. You should try it. It's really good. I think that my COVID has made... My COVID shots, not I haven't had COVID, has made my immune system really good though. I like haven't gotten sick in the past like two years really. You also don't go out nearly as much. You wear masks wherever you go. Well, no, that's in public. that's true. I I think it's I, don't I think go it's out ever. It's 
it's very uninformed that all, like I, I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, my immune system's really good. And I'm like, well, you haven't been out to a bar in a year. That's not true. <laughs> Don't make me sound like a loser. I've been out to a bar in the past year. I haven't. I don't think I have. Um, Anyhow. Moving on. Um, Big Ben's retirement. Big Ben's retirement. Um, great career. Uh, probably shouldn't have even stayed for this year, but I mean, they made the playoffs, but it was, I mean, it was 42-21. You might as well have not made the playoffs. Um, obviously, the Chiefs covered in the overhead. Uh, we got this game perfect. Um, one of two games we got perfect. And then we had the Monday night game. This was the big game between us. It was our only disagreements of the entire week. Cardinals at Rams. Rams were favored by four. Over-under was 48 and a half. And the Rams won 34 to 11. The Rams covered in the underhand. I picked the Rams to win. What did you pick, Sam? The Cardinals to win. But the... Um, it was, I had it being close. Yes. I also had it being close because I had the Cardinals covering and I had the underhitter. So I got two of three. Did you have the Cardinals covering? This really messes my whole thing No, I had the Cardinals covering. Yeah, you did. I thought it was going to be a close game for me. I know, I'm going to lose. Um. There's literally no way for me to win. I still don't really think it's a good game. there's not. How? We have the same matchup. They're good. They're really good. Individual games, Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still have individual games. Just kidding. Um, So, let's talk about our scores for this week, and then we can get into divisional wrap, because we've gone pretty long on the wild card. Uh Uh-huh. So, week 18, uh, straight up, you were 5-1. I was 6-0. Against the spread, we were both 4-2. And then over under, you were 3 2 and 1. And I was 4 1 and 1. So overall. Gosh darn it. You went 12 5 and 1. I went 14 3 and 1. Pretty good. Yeah. You got all the teams winning. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud. I don't know, I don't know you anyone. You pretty that, much just pick all of the higher ranked teams. Except the 49ers. Except for the 49ers. Yes. Which is what I did. Yeah, no, I know. Um. But I'm pretty proud of going 6-0. and All the betting podcasts I listened to, none of them went 6-0. Really? Yeah. Probably because they didn't bet on the 49ers. <clears throat> no, they, most of them did. Oh. Did they bet on the Cardinals? Yes. Yeah, you have... So you're At glad that, that makes... you're you're wrong with the majority. Yeah. <laughs> what a sheep. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel better. I'd rather be wrong with everyone than right by myself. No, obviously I'd rather be right by myself. But if I'm going to be wrong, I'm glad that I was wrong with the majority. I'd rather be wrong by myself because at least I was going out on a limb. I thought I was, honestly. <laughs> I didn't know that everyone thought the Cardinals might win. Yeah. I, the other one that a lot of, that I saw people get wrong was uh, Patriots over Bills. Yeah. I was going to say that. But then you said it. Um. So... If we look at our totals... So basically, Sean's beating me now. Surprise, surprise. Um, Sam is really salty about it. I've literally been winning this whole season, and then the Cardinals messed up for me. (laughs) I mean, that wasn't the only thing that messed up for you. I I had to come back from like 10 down during the season. No. But that's different. 
Blame it all on the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, okay, so overall, straight up, Sam, 83-50-1. Sean, 87-46-1. So this is going to be almost impossible for you to beat me. In straight up? Because there's seven games I'm left. I'm not going to beat you in straight up because... There's seven games left, and I'm up by four. Yeah. So no you'd way. basically have to run the table against me, yeah. which would be really hard. Yeah. Because I have a feeling we'll pick similar games at some point. We have... We will definitely pick similar games. Cause yes. Have a very similar... What's what's it called? I don't know. Mindset? I don't know yes, if that's the right mindset. word. Yes, mindset. About the okay. yeah. playoffs. And then against the spread, you're still beating me because we tied. You're 70-63-1. I'm 67-66-1. So I'm finally positive for, I think, the first time all year, which I'm very happy against about. Against the spread? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Over under 60, 70, and 4 for Sam. I'm 61, 69, and 4. So I took a one game lead on the over under. And our totals Sam, you are 220, 180, and 6. I'm 222, 178, and 6. Um, so yeah, I've got a two game lead heading into the divisional round. Um. So you ready to get into our games? We got four games. Yeah. We got Bengals at Titans. Titans favored by three and a half. Over under forty seven. It looks like Derrick Henry will be back. For the Titans. Was he not there last week? He oh, has no, not been there for ten weeks. Oh. So yes, he okay. was not there last week. Well, they had a bye. Yes, they also had a bye. On the Packers. <laughs> yes. Um. So I have the bang or sorry, I have the Titans winning 24-21. I have the Bengals covering in the underhitting. I have the Titans winning 30 to Bengals 24, the Titans covering on the overhitting. We have differences. Two differences in this game, which means if you get them both right, we're tied. This is true. Um praying for an over. So I think it's going to... I'm not confident about anything besides the Titans winning in this game. I'm confident the Titans will win, and I have a feeling it'll be close just because the Titans like to run the ball and slow down the game, play good defense. Um, So I don't think the Titans are going to score like a crazy amount of points, which is also why I picked the ending. But I could really see Titans winning 30-24, to Titans covering in the overhead. Really? I could, yes. I... I don't think either of our scores are, like, very outlandishly off. Yeah. The thing I'm most nervous about is the Bengals covering. Um, like, you're nervous that they won't? Yes. I don't, I, I'm not very confident that they're going to cover. But I went with it. It was a bold prediction by me. Yeah. Next up, 49ers at Packers. <laughs> We both have the 49ers covering. That's cute. I really want to change my pick. Why? Because I want to pick the 49ers to win. But that messes up your whole your whole bracket. I know. At the fr- at the front side of it. So I'm going to automatically if the pa- I guess that doesn't I was assuming the Packers will win. Cuz your Super Bowl pick it. will definitely be wrong. Yes, I know. I don't care. 
I'm taking the 49ers. You're taking Jimmy? I think that still hits the over. Yeah. Yeah. Because 25 plus 25 is 50. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've changed my pick. So the 49ers at Packers. Packers. That would be crazy if you got it right. Packers favored by six. The over-under is 47. So you have a decent chance to take the lead this week. Yeah. You actually have a really good chance. If uh, the Packers win, I will take the lead. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because that would only be one. Yeah. The other thing is I have not put... I will not put the the bonus points from our official playoff bracket till that we did at the beginning till the end. Well, I already have the Cardinals wrong, so, like, don't stress about it. <laughs> Which is what I'm saying is I'm going to get bonus points over you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I literally have the Cardinals going to the championship round. So I'm going to get – I got it wrong in the wild card. I'm going to get it wrong in the divisional. And I'm going to get it wrong in the championship. I hate myself. Why did I do that? Well, you didn't pick them to win the championship. No. Okay, so you don't get that wrong, necessarily. Yeah. You have one team alive. Yeah. Um, That's true. So, this line has been moving a lot. The line's now down to five and a half Packers. Um, but it was it started at like three, it went up to like seven, now it's down to like five and a half. It's been flying everywhere. Um I'm taking the 49ers 28-26. 49ers covering over hits. I have the Packers 30-27. 49ers cover and over. I need the Packers to win. You do. Which is funny because uh, you just said a couple minutes ago that you were a 49ers fan. So that's a little awkward. But I, for my Super Bowl pick, I need the, 40, or the Packers to win. Yeah. I mean, I do too. It doesn't matter who the Packers would be playing this week. I would pick them. Yes. Um, I am doing this because I think I'm going to be right. And I would rather get this game right than just go with what my Super Bowl pick was. Uh, I'm in it to Which win may it. be stupid. I'm in it to win it. Well, if I get... If the 49ers win, I know, I I, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, but both our Super Bowl picks will be wrong. Yeah, but I still will then do better than you. Because I lose nothing. Because you lose as much as I lose. That reminded me of when Biden was like, it's good for the economy. <laughs> Helps everybody. Helps hurts hurts no nobody. <laughs> uh, Sorry, it's a little to Biden for your listening pleasure. Yeah. No one was pleased by that. <laughs> It helps the economy. <laughs> okay, shut up. He like whisper talks. With I know. I <laughs> we all really, we all know. It's really creepy. <clears throat> I hate when he does that. Um. I wonder who Joe Biden has for the Super Bowl. Oh, you know what was really funny? I, I forgot to talk about this. But when the Bengals won in the wild card round. Yeah. Um, everyone was, because Joe Burrow's the quarterback. Yeah. And everyone was playing the meme of Kamala going, We, we did, did it, Joe! Joe. We did it. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was really good. Who do you really think Joe Biden call. has to win? I don't think he knows the NFL playoffs are going on. Well, remember Trump congratulated um, Kansas? Yes. That was really funny. Yes, it was. Um, I'm going to look up 
Joe Biden, Joe Biden Super Bowl. Joe thing. Biden. There's no Super way he Bowl. he picked a Super Bowl. Sean, I feel like even if it's not him, like something something turns the White House is like. I don't think they did it. I would be shocked. Really? Yeah. President Joe Biden. Uh, oh, that was 2021. Yeah. He picked the Chiefs over the Bucks. So he was in wrong. In 2021. <laughs> yeah, he was wrong. Everything is from 2021. Yeah, he they definitely done 2022. Yeah. Maybe he'll just pick like the Super Bowl. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So what you got the Packers winning? Yes. This is going to be a huge game. Yeah. We will be watching this game. Okay. When is it? It's Saturday night. Okay. It's in Lambeau. It's okay. going to be cold. No snow. I'm so excited for this game. No snow? No snow. No snow. Snow, no. Snow. Almost <laughs> got me there. Because uh, your name is Snow. I mean, yes, I guess. Um, let's, go, snow. let's go on to Sunday games. This is kind of an unhinged ending of this episode. I feel like it's uh, yeah, been I, all over the place. I know. Um, I love it. Rams at Bucks. Bucks favored by three. Over under of 48 and a half. I picked the Bucks because fuck the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us your score or any, anything else about your pick? Nope. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. The Bucks are winning by one point, 28 to 27. The Rams are going to cover, but they're not going to win in the over schedule. I got the Rams 28, Bucks 24. Rams cover in the over hits. I'm riding with the Rams. I think the riding the Rams. The wave. Bucks since Tom Brady has gotten to Tampa, they have never beaten the Rams. Really? Yes, the that Rams so have the Bucks number. Well, now I know I'm going to be wrong, so that's great. Uh, well, that I think this might be the exception game. Yeah, but we thought that about the Colts Jaguars, and look how that ended up for us. That's true. That is very true. I feel like there's been multiple instances of you saying, oh, well, this team has never been this team. But this might be the exception, and it's literally never been the exception. Uh, So I'm really not that optimistic about it. Yeah. I feel like there's another fun fact about teams that won... I don't know. I forget the fact, so it's not very fun. Um, but another disagreement for us. So you very well could take the lead this week. You could take a commanding lead this week. Uh, considering there's only two games next week. Uh, I would say prop most likely whoever takes the lead after this week will win. It's pretty hard to overtake someone with three games. Guys, it's the biggest week yet. This probably is the biggest week. No, not probably. I'm saying it's the biggest week yet. So oh, I guess, yes. Yeah. So I was going to say, well, if we're tied at the Super Bowl, but that hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Yes. Biggest week yet. Biggest week yet. If we're tied at the Super Bowl, then we're both either going to get it wrong or right for the same Super Bowl pick. We the same well, Super no, Bowl we can up. pick different in the individual, in the I actual game. I keep forgetting we're doing that. Oh, my even God. Even though we're doing it right now. Uh, oh, my goodness. Continue. Next game, we got Bills at Chiefs. This is the headliner of the weekend. This is an unbelievable game. The headliner! Game. I'm, I'm going to go look... Which stage are they playing at? Uh, I think they're at... They're at the Chiefs. They're at Sun Life? Sun Life stage? Is that a stage? Sun Life? I don't know. I don't know any of the Coachella stages. Uh, 
oh my god, you're trying to name Michael Jackson. <laughs> Why didn't you just say like Twin Peaks or I Land's End? Like outside. Yeah. <laughs> Sun Life! Yeah! Going to Sunlight's what, what's a Omnia? Is that what? Omnia? <laughs> How do these work? I don't know. Where did you? Where are you pulling these out from? I don't know. What, make name a stage. I don't know. I don't. At remember. Coachella. I haven't been to Coachella since my freshman year of oh college. Oh my god. That's like four years, five years, four years ago. Five or four? Oh, there's the Sahara tent. Oh yeah. The well, Yuma tent. Well, those are like <laughs> the EDM tents. The tents. Mojave tent. The do lab. The do lab was so much fun. I went there. Oh, that's so cool. I you went, went to Coachella. I went to Coachella. Oh, you must be so cool. I saw Eminem. Oh, I'm a little jealous about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bills Chiefs. Uh, this was down to Chiefs favored by one at one point. It's now it's back up to two. Point five. No, just two. Oh. We have it at two point five though. I got Bills 28, Chiefs 25. Wait, why did I put under? That's definitely over. Right? Yeah. yeah, yours is definitely... Yours is like almost... Do I have the under? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because I made a conscious decision that I'm betting. Three. Oh, I don't like this. I'm betting the over. I. It's not fun to bet the under on this game. Uh, oh, Sean, you're just changing all your things to be more like me. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna pick the Bills to win 30 to 25. Bills covering the overheads. I have the Bills winning 32 to 26. Bills covering over hits. So this is gonna be such a fun game. I really hope that I get to watch this game. I think I'm gonna be driving. Um, hey, why? It's on Monday. This is on Sunday. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, it might be on my phone as I'm driving. That is not <laughs> safe. Coming from the girl who FaceTimes me while she drives. Well, because well I'm not I looking to, at it. No, I'm not. And I don't hold my phone. I, it's on the Okay, magnet. then give me your magnet. No. <laughs> That's not the point. I have the magnet so that it's safer. <laughs> it's not safer. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah, it is. I don't have to hold my phone. So I have two hands. I don't hold my phone either. I put it right in front of the speedometer. Well, that's not good because then you can't see how fast you're going. Well, if I'm going at the speed of the traffic, then I'm fine. And then it's safer because it's like in my view and I can but just I'm look. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking. Yeah, straight. you are. I, I see you look at me when we're on Facebook. Sometimes. Yeah. But like everyone looks at like the, t the time or the speedometer or like <laughs> other things while they're driving. Yeah. You sometimes, fun fact, me and Sean have gone to Big Sur a couple of times and when there's waves, Sometimes when you're driving your Big Sur, you'll be looking out at the waves and I'm like, oh my God, he needs to look back at the road because you're just so enamored by what the ocean looks like. And how many times have I driven off the cliff there? None, but it sometimes gets scary. Zero. Zero. How many cars have I totaled? How many cars has Sam totaled? You've definitely got... Behina! She listens. I'm definitely going to have to edit this episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. Bills. Go Bears. Niners. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, my God. It's like the office. Yeah. Just end the episode. Okay. Thanks for listening. Um, tune back in 
next week so we can recap our um, divisional round and go over the, our picks for the championship. Yes. Wait, but is the games next week? Or yeah. is there a bye? No, it's next week. And then there's a bye and then the Super Bowl. So right. there, do a PSA for the people. There are only seven games of football left. PSA. How crazy is that? There's there are seven games, games of football, football left. left. And then we have to wait like another like 200 days. Oh my gosh. What are we ever going to do? Okay. Definitely not hang out listening. with you. Bye.